Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. You know, here at The Lives of Contemporary Artists, we, we pride ourselves in recognizing the vital importance of fairness, of equity, of decency, of tolerance, of good faith, and of diversity and inclusion. And it is in that generous spirit that our hardworking interns and aggregators, researchers, and amateur propagandists have ventured far and wide, all over the world, in search for new and interesting stories about our growing community of contemporary artists. I mean, who knew there were so many countries and, 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 and so many genders? I mean, just this week, I learned about a filmmaker in Japan who's working on a documentary on pickpockets. I heard about this, this intrepid performance artist in the Philippines who has been living for the past 18 months on a raft in Manila Bay. I, I, I saw the work of a, of a French painter who uses raw pigments suspended in epoxy in a weird kind of dust that creates a, a pesto-like texture uh, that, that appears on her, on her lush, mural-sized canvases. It's, 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 it's really, honestly, it's really hard to decide who to feature in each episode. Sometimes we, we, just, we just flip a coin, but I think we landed on something really, really special this week. This episode will bring us to the contentious Middle East, where we'll talk about the Israeli artist Davka Daphna. Now, Daphna's work is, is political by nature. And, and the questions she asks are both nuanced and blunt. In one of her latest pieces, using impeccably crafted life-size wooden puppets, Daphna created a series of vivid and very moving dioramas depicting major events in Jewish history. Now, in this extremely engaging work, the artist asks us, the viewers, to decide on something of tremendous urgency. While surrounded by evocative and sometimes troubling images from the mosaic past, Davka asks her audience to imagine catastrophe. She asks the viewer to entertain the possibility of an existential shock. Giving us several choices, several options, she asks the following question. Given our current social and political moment, what potentially would be, could be, the greatest, most serious threat to Jewish survival? 
one, anti-Semitism. Two, intermarriage. Or three, climate change. It's heavy, right? You know, Daphna herself has an interesting story, an interesting personal autobiographical perspective. You see, she was born in, in, in Senegal in 1993, I think it was, and came to Israel as a child. She, she and her family arrived in a, in a caravan of illegal migrants who were smuggled through the Sinai Desert by an itinerant gang of Bedouin street musicians who were moonlighting as human traffickers. When they, when they first came to the promised land, they lived in a circus tent near Demona, not too, not too far from the fabled nuclear reactor. Then, for a short time, they lived in the uh, Florentine section of Tel Aviv before finally settling in the illegal West Bank outpost of Amona. Unfortunately, or, or fortunately, after a few years, they were gently, yet forcibly, yet lovingly, but still somewhat violently evicted by the Israeli army, earning Dafka's mother, Maryam, the unique distinction of being the very first Israeli woman of color to be photographed riding the blade of an IDF bulldozer. Oh, and by the way, you can check out that photograph and a lot of other really cool photos on uh, Dafka's Instagram account. Uh, I think it's called, um, I think it's called Dafka This, D-A-V-K-A, yeah, that's it, it's Dafka This. Or, or is it Dafka That? D-A-V-K. Anyway, I'm not sure, but it's close enough. And if you do a search, you'll be able to find it. Anyway, from Amona, the family then moved to the Armenian quarter in the old city of Jerusalem, where they converted a shabby youth hostel into a little less shabby Airbnb. Uh, after Dafka completed her military service, I think she was in the Air Force or something like that, she received a full scholarship to study graphic design at the famous and very prestigious Betzalel School of Art. And it was at Betzalel where she first started taking herself seriously as an artist. And I'll tell you why, because at Betzalel, she came into contact with the folks from the Ra'ayoni movement. Not the Irony movement, the Ra'ayoni movement, which had great currency in the Middle East in the early 2000s. But um, it wasn't really that much. It was, it was just a few un underemployed, over-caffeinated artists with, with this adolescent fetish for, for uh, ineffectual uh, agitation. Anyway, it's not important, but she met Fresha Ashkenazi and her partners, uh, Ayelet Almond and Faruko Avineri. Sometimes they're, they were known as the Triple A's, or maybe it was the, uh, maybe it was the Triple Olives. I, I, I don't know, I'm going to look that one up later. Anyway, Davka was drawn to them because she shared with them a sort of high-spirited 
politically engaged, intellectually serious sense of, 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 of social alienation, a, a kind of social alienation, that special kind of social alienation that, 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 that takes comfort in the fact that it's extremely difficult to really feel fully estranged while, you're, while your parents are, are still doing your laundry on weekends. Oh, and, and, and again, by the way, I, I should add that, that, that Dafka, Daphna is not her real name. No, no, her, her, her real name. Well, well, I guess it is her real name because she changed it, but her, but, her, but her given name, the name on her birth certificate is actually Afia Daphna, which to her, to her always sounded a little bit like an intestinal bacteria. So she changed it to, to something more alliterative, something that she thought could roll off the tongue and, 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 and fall straight into the art world. But apparently Dafka means, uh, uh, means um, great wisdom or, or, or deep knowledge or something like that. Uh, it's Arabic, I think. Anyway. Getting back again to Dafka Daphna's most recent and, in my opinion, strongest work. This piece, the piece I'm talking about, is called What Food Can't Heal? And it deals with trauma. Trauma and gender. Trauma and gender and emotional injury. And, and nutrition. And, and colonialism, and globalization, and sexuality, and multiculturalism, and economic justice, and the protection of bees and dolphins, and how these important issues impact women and minorities. Now, I, I saw the piece in the Israeli pavilion at last year's Venice Biennale, and, and, and I'm telling you, I was literally, though of course, figuratively blown away. I mean, I was blown apart. I, I feel that I left a part of me, a sliver of me, a, a part of my broken soul somewhere floating, sinking, floating in the filthy, though picturesque canals of the Dorso Duro. I was, I was truly shaken, 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 shaken to the core. I was moved beyond beyond words. I was touched. I was touched and I was terrified and I was left, well, I was left, I was left illuminated. <sighs> well, I mean, Dafka, Dafka knows how to, how to hit you where it hurts. She, she knows where to hit you and she does it with the with the solemnity with 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 the solemnity and the subtlety well it may be not so subtle it's about as subtle as a as a as a blow dryer in a in a public bathroom but 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 she's Dafka a talented young and extremely attractive representative of this new generation I'm telling you this new generation of earnest articulate artists hoping to affect great change while acquiring great fame. Well, that's enough 
purple prose for now. But please, 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 please join me again next time as we uncover more and more open secrets about the lives of contemporary artists. <laughs>